Oh my gosh. And they got it. And they got it in dispatch. This win was everything 2020 needed and more. They have clinched. We have big things coming in 2021. My name's Maddie. My name's Charlotte Payne. This is Locker Room Ladies. Go Canes. Welcome back to Locker Room Ladies. Thank you so much for joining us again. I'm Charlotte. I'm Maddie. Hi, guys. All right, guys, I need to set the scene for you because you can't see us. I'm currently in a hoodie, but this is normal. Maddie has her headphones around her head, like the actual headphones, and she also has these little pink doohickeys wrapped in her hair. Have you guys tried this, ladies? It's it's supposed to make it curly, I think. What are they called, Maddie? They are those, like, flexible foam tubes that you wrap your hair around it's not like a normal hair curler Mm -hmm. they like twist i don't know okay well maddie do you want me to go ahead and screenshot this and send it no we're good (laughs) thank you guys i'm everybody it must be the full moon it it must be the full moon that's stressing maddie out but there's a lot we have to unpack in this episode and we'll we'll give it to you guys straight today is october 21st we're recording this on a tuesday to give you guys some more context um but also maddie i have a quick question for you we're heading into the halloween weekend wait 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 before the question october 21st just gotta give a quick shout out to my cousin bailey Happy birthday, Bay, and also happy birthday to my cousin Mara, who they they share a birthday. Happy um, birthday. But I have to give a shout out. She, Bailey and I are however many months are between February and October apart, and <laughs> it's late. I can't do math. I think it's eight months. We're eight we months. Never do math. If yes. you're coming here to listen to a math lesson, <laughs> I'm eight months older than her. But but today will be her twenty fourth birthday. So Aww. happy birthday, Bay! Love you birthday, and love you, Mara. Guys. Happy birthday to you as well. I actually have another birthday shout out I'd like to give. October eighteenth on Monday, my cousins Thomas and Ashley gave birth to their beautiful little baby Aww. Owen Thomas Heafy. So very exciting. He's a big boy. He's like eight pounds. So little mama, you know, was carrying around a big baby. So wow. very excited that he's joining the family. He's so, so cute. cute. So oh. shout out. Yeah, shout out to everyone. We could have Ash. I've been wanting to have Ashley on. If you're listening, Ashley, I want you to come on the podcast. She works for the Charlotte Hornets. So she does oh, some really cool stuff. Yeah. So that'd be really cool to talk to the brand new mama about all of, all of her locker room lady things. So, Charlotte, what's your Halloween question? Okay, so, Maddie, what are you going to be for Halloween? Okay, this is a tough one because, <laughs> honestly, Halloween is one of my favorite holidays, maybe my favorite holiday. And I have a problem because I always go into it guns blazing, like, oh, my gosh, Halloween, this Halloween's going to be amazing. Like, I'm going to look so hot. I'm going to have the best costume, blah, blah, blah. And then when Hall- Halloween rolls around, like, when it gets to mid-October, I don't have a costume idea I'm not feeling hot and I don't know. I'm just like, what am I going to do for a costume this year? And I feel like I end up always just throwing something together and I end up always loving Halloween, but I feel like I always, my expectations for myself on Halloween are always a little too high. And so Mm. I'm not sure. Austin and I are debating maybe doing like a Bugs Bunny and Lola Bunny kind of tune squad because it's like topical, you know? Yes. But we're, I don't know, I just feel like there's going to be a lot of those this year. Mm. And it's just so hard to come up with an original creative costume these days. 
Oh, Maddie, you're a very creative person. I think you could really think of something good. Perhaps. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe we can try to come up with something. Um, I don't know. I kind of want it to be something funny or clever. Oh, but I always go for the funny costumes. Like, my idea for this Halloween, although Halloween falls on a Sunday, so I guess everyone will be celebrating on Saturday. I'll be at work. But I <laughs> still dress up for work. Don't get me wrong. But I think I was thinking about I thought it would be funny to go as a Gatorade bottle and wear <laughs> wear a green dress and then just like an orange beanie. Is that the colors or is it the other <laughs> yeah. way around? And then so. like print out a G and then like put it on my like, like wear it as like a necklace, like a G. So it's like Gatorade bottle. <laughs> oh, that is cute. I like that. That's fine. Can I, can I get fun with it? Yeah, that could be fun. I don't know. I feel like there's going to be a lot of Squid Games stuff yes, this so year. Many. I don't know. I don't know. It's a tough one. It is a tough one. I... I'll have to I'll let you know I'll report back what I end up doing because I actually need to order the costume soon so we'll see well Maddie our locker room lady of the week you know what she's going as for Halloween a national champion oh Charlotte I love that (laughs) Candace Parker okay she just won let's set the scene for you guys selected as the first overall pick in the 2008 WNBA draft by the Los Angeles Sparks. And now, fast forward, what is this? Again, here we are with math. 2021, 13 years later. Or no. Wait, is that right? Don't know. I blindly believed you on it. I think it's 13 years. (laughs) Okay, so uh, ESPNW, we love ESPNW here. Um, They posted a photo, and it says, In September 2019, Candace Parker was voted the most overrated by other WNBA players. Okay, also, why the hell are they making them vote on that? (laughs) Yeah, what? Okay. I don't know. Lisa Leslie commented on it, and she was like, what? Who said that? (laughs) But anyway, in that same month in 2019, she was benched in an elimination game and played just 11 minutes, but then fast forward, 2020, she wins Defensive Player of the Year, and 2021, she leads Chicago to a WNBA title in her first year. And now, I mean, this is the first championship for the organization, and it's Chicago's first championship since 2016 when the the Cubs won. So it's ending that drought, and they also won it at home, so it really doesn't get better than that. That is so full circle, though, especially because the fact that they did do that weird, bizarre poll most overrated player. I mean, talk about women supporting women. Can we not vote in polls like that? I don't understand why. But also, isn't that kind of a compliment to be the most overrated? Like, wouldn't you say like kind of like a LeBron is like an overrated kind of guy to like? I mean, I guess, but I feel like overrated is kind of a dig. Like people think you're great, but you're actually not that great. That's what it's saying. Or at least, I don't know, maybe that's how I would take it. I just feel like it's, it's not necessarily the nicest thing to... Yeah. to say about someone one of your colleagues if you will someone that you play in the league with probably I don't know I just feel like if you think about it would you want someone to say that you're overrated absolutely not honestly and also I, I just feel like this is not oh okay so here's the tea it's a confidential poll of WNBA players okay can we not do this though like who's who organizing this I don't know Okay, so this is a tweet by The Athletic Los Angeles. The Sparks, this was from 2019 when it happened. The Sparks Candace Parker was named most overrated in the league, but another Sparks player got votes for most underrated. And the players sounded off in a wide variety of WNBA issues. So it kind of just brought up. Yeah, I just feel like that's, 
I don't do they do that to the men do they do that in the NBA because I don't feel like they do and I feel like they shouldn't pit women against each other like this I don't care if it's anonymous I feel like it's just a way to tear each other down and it's not whoever is in charge of that poll stop doing it it's not we we don't need that negative energy let's just talk about the good things that every woman has to bring to the table because everyone brings something to the table and I mean you see it here they are champions. And even if they weren't champions, it's still just, let's just, let's just not bring people down for no reason. It, it don't, it just, you know what I mean? Just, it's, it's just unnecessary. Wrong. It's just it's unnecessary. Wrong. We don't need to just, you, someone else can be good. Someone else can be great. Someone else can be the best. And that doesn't take away from your abilities. Exactly. And also it's kind of, it really is counterproductive, you know, to say that, to just to like want to fight for change and equality and then behind the scenes you're anonymously putting each other down right especially from someone that's that's on your level you guys are all fighting for the same thing you guys are all playing the same sport in the same league there's no need to i mean it's it's nice to reward someone and acknowledge someone for I like the underrated player idea. That's right, cute. right, right. You can do that. Or for being the best. Like it's it's yeah. nice to have your awards and have the the sixth man and that kind of thing, but it's there's no need to 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 pick on no. saying someone's overrated. That's just unnecessary. It's nice to be yeah. recognized for going above and beyond, but there's no need to point out anyone's anyone not being enough in any way. That's just it's, Yeah, that's just weird, honestly. I would I feel like I was bizarre. Just, no, I would never do that. But right. good for her because she won and she, the haters, there's no place for them because now she has her championship under her belt and I'm sure she's feeling on top of the world right now. Yes. And she's officially in our trove of locker room ladies. So welcome. Yes. You're in good company. All right, Maddie, other things that are really crazy to me. Um, the, uh, you know, World Series race. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> we can't just skip past. The Diana <laughs> Taurasi thing, Charlotte. This is funny. This is this so is all you. You, but you were telling me about this before you know, we I recorded. Forgot. You can't just skip right past <laughs> it. We got to get into it. It's just a little, even if it's just a tidbit, Charlotte. <laughs> okay, so we all know that as we now have fully established, the Chicago Sky beat the Phoenix Mercury. Diana Taurasi plays for the Phoenix Mercury, and her baby was the locker room lady of the week last week, um, and they trolled her at their parade today on Tuesday in Chicago. Apparently she um, was really upset about losing and like beat down a door in the arena and like nearly broke it in half. And when she commented on it, she said, well, there were a lot of doors in the, in the arena, there were a lot of doors in there. She was just angry. Honestly, I don't see it as like too much of, you know, a harmful thing. It's whatever. It's a door. It's not the end of the world, but the sky decided to troll her and they brought the door that she beat down to the parade. <laughs> and I just think that's funny. And they showed it off and they said, uh, there was a tweet that said, uh, chance the rapper was actually there. You know, Chicago's everybody from Chicago loves Chicago and chance the rapper showed up for this. I'm surprised Kanye wasn't there. Honestly, he loves Chicago, but he was, um, holding up the trophy and 
and the door was is like in the background of all these pictures it's just it's funny. that's funny see that's a friendly rivalry that's yes. just being happy of what you did and it's just a funny thing that's that's hilarious i we couldn't skip past it charlotte i couldn't let no, us no i forgot the i missed without. it right i you for that that was like i, I was waiting know. for you to say it i was like <laughs> all right so the door thing <laughs> The door, breaking down doors and glass ceilings. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Let's go, ladies. All right. Maddie, the race, the race is on for another world champion, World Series playoffs. We're talking the Champion League's series. ALCS, we have Boston, who's actually leading the series, um, two to one. Game four was today, and I believe the game is underway as we're actually recording this. Yes, Charlotte, the game is underway. Live update right now. Astros at Red Sox in Boston, in Fenway, at the Green Monster. Red Sox are up two to one, and they also leave a series two to one. It's the top of the six. So we still have some baseball left to play, but mm-hmm. this could get interesting, Charlotte. It could. And as we know, I've these are two teams that I've made it abundantly clear that I dislike. But I have <laughs> to give it to Boston because just for a moment, three Grand Slams in a pl- single playoff series. So the most that's ever been recorded ever in the history of baseball. And two in one game. That's extraordinary. Really doesn't get better than that for a team, for a community. And now here they are playing in Boston, beating the Astros. I think that we can all come together and agree that we don't want the Astros to win as a as a fan of Major League Baseball. I have to put my Yankee fandom aside, but they did eliminate us, so it's still a little... Charlotte, I, I actually have a question that kind of relates to that. So I know last week, I believe it was, I made the comparison between the way I felt when my Steelers lost the wild card game to the Browns, one of our biggest yes. rivals, and we related it to how you felt after the Yankees lost to the Red Sox in the wild right. card. So I remember back then, normally, whenever whenever my teams lose in the playoffs or get eliminated from playoff contention by a team, I usually root for that team to go all the way. So you can say you got beat by the best. At least right, you got right. beat by the best kind of thing. Yes. But I remember I was too salty to do that for the Browns this mm-hmm. year. I, I couldn't do it. I could not let them. I just couldn't do it. Couldn't I get have it. it happen. I completely understand. So I was yes. just curious because I know you're not a fan of either of those teams. And that's been factual. But because I know the <laughs> hatred for the Red Sox runs deep in you. So I was just wondering, is this one of those times when you're just going to say, okay, yeah, they knocked my Yankees out, so I want them to go all the way and take it home? Or are you just super excited for them to get beat by whoever wins the Braves-Dodgers series? So this is actually something I've thought about. And Andrew, my boyfriend, and I had a conversation about it the other day and his take on it, which I'll just exclaim because I am I still really don't have an opinion. I just honestly can't get over the fact that I don't like both teams. But his two cents was that if he kind of is rooting for the Red Sox to win because the Astros, what are they? They We know they cheated in that world's in that playoffs series three years ago or whenever it was. We know they cheated, but they still beat us. They still beat the Yankees. So... If the Red Sox lose to the Astros, they're losing to a team that also beat the Yankees. And we, the Yankees, I like to include myself for some reason, as many fans do. The Yankees also lost to the to the Red Sox. So if the Red Sox and the Yankees both lose to the Astros, it will show that the Astros are actually the better team. 
But I honestly disagree with that, Andrew, because <laughs> it was not the same. What happens if cheaters team? never win and winners never <laughs> cheat, Charlotte? I don't know. I don't know, Maddie. I I do I do think that the hatred for the Red Sox runs so deep that it's almost inherent for me to root against them. And that, that Astros team did beat us. They cheated, but they beat us. So I don't know. It's really hard to pick a winner for that one. But I can pick a winner for the other one if you want me to. Yeah, Braves Dodgers. Who, who do you want? Who are you rooting for? Okay, so it's actually interesting because tonight on Tuesday, the Dodgers did win. But it's funny because if you guys remember last year in 2020, Los Angeles was down. 0-2 to the Braves and they ended up coming back and winning the series so we're seeing a little bit of a deja vu moment here because they came back tonight and you know they could potentially win the series there's still a lot of baseball to be played um but I think I'm, I'm kind of rooting for the for the Braves because the Dodgers beat the Yankees last year in the playoffs so but I mean Maddie both of those teams want it really badly and you can tell because back-to-back walk-off wins is nuts for the Braves. I'm just annoyed because the Dodgers <laughs> beat my World Series pick, the Giants. <laughs> so I can't be right now because I picked the Giants going all the way. And so that really messed me up. But out of the teams that are left, I would like the Red Sox to win the ALCS. And I would like mm-hmm. the Dodgers to win the NLCS because I just feel like those two teams will be the most exciting World Series matchup because they both, when you think about baseball, I think there's just a handful of teams. You got the Cubs, you got the Yankees, you got the Dodgers, and you got the Red Sox. And those are teams that I feel like you just see people wearing their gear. Even if they're not fans, I feel like those are some of, those are like the classic baseball yeah. teams, if you will. Yeah. Maybe I may, I may have left out a few, but those are up there. With, those are like huge franchises. That right. The Red Sox and the yeah. Dodgers are just so iconic when it comes to like baseball and diehard mm-hmm. baseball fans. So I feel like those two fan bases against each other and also seeing Dodger Stadium and Fenway in the World Series, I think it could just be really fun. And so that's why I'm rooting for it. And I just think that those teams – I mean, the Red Sox kind of came out of nowhere, but the Dodgers have been consistently one of those teams that we've talked about with the Dodgers and the Giants just being so dominant in that National League this year. So I just feel like it, it would be the most fun to watch those two teams match up if I had to pick. But obviously my opinion literally has no effect whatsoever <laughs> on what's going to happen. But in a perfect Apparently. world. I would. It would be cool to see Mookie Betts play against the Red Sox, a team he used to play for. And also, I would like to point out that in October, me and my friends call Mookie Betts Spooky Betts because we think it's funny. Spooky Betts, you know. love it, love it. <laughs> but I don't know. I I, I, I agree it. with that. I think, but I would. I'm going to take the Braves over the Dodgers. Although I don't know if they're going to be able to get it done. But I really don't know if they if the Dodgers hit like they did tonight, then they can do it. But they haven't been hitting this well. Oh, they so just to, just to clarify, the Dodgers did come through with a win. They're up um, – They sorry, they're not up in the series. They're down 2-1 to one in the series, but they won tonight 6-5. to five. So yeah. both series right now as we speak are 2-1. to one, mm-hmm. But Maddie's the Sox voting for- are up right now. 
Okay, so Maddie's rooting for right now uh, a team leader and a team trailer. Okay. Yes. Also, I, I remember I've said this a few times, you know, whenever the Pirates would make the playoffs, few and far between, but we would call it Bucktober. Is it, yes. is it Socktober? Because we have the Red Sox? Hmm. Interesting. Brave, brave to- Dodge, Dodge Tober. Sock, Socktober. Socktober. Socktoberfest. No, like, like sock. Like there's socks. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Well, okay. All right. I see where we're going here. We're gonna I, have to I like spooky bets. We'll just go with I that. I love spooky bets. And we'll he looks just... really good in blue. I'm just saying. We will just go with that. And I think by this time next week, Charlotte, we will have our World Series contenders. If, if that's correct me if I'm yeah. wrong. But so we'll be talking about the matchup. I think we very well could have our two finalists, and it's I'm very excited. I mean, this is kind of a blank World Series, in my opinion, because the teams are just I'm just so disgruntled. Because there's no but, Yankees. <laughs> well, also because look at the look at the ALCS. It's the Astros and the Red Sox. This is like a New York fan's nightmare. <laughs> yeah, it's a Charlotte. It's Charlotte's so, yeah. nightmare. That's for sure. My my nightmare. That anyway, is for speaking sure. of. Speaking of nightmares, Maddie, before we move on to football, I want to bring up something funny. And I know you want to, I know that you, I want you to share your fun night when you went to a Penguins game. Do we talk about that on the podcast yet? No, it was last Thursday. I I actually was editing last week's episode. Oh my God, you were. In the car on the way to the hockey game. But what was, what would you want to bring up before you asked? Okay, Maddie, I need you to tell us all about that, but I just want to... (laughs) Oh, what does it feel like as somebody who loves Pittsburgh through and through die hard? I'm scared. Heel. This bleeds black this and gold. Bleeds bleeds steel. <laughs> black and gold. Black and gold. Um, you. <laughs> what does it feel like that the Penguins and the University of Pittsburgh, ha- uh, their football team, have the best? They're the best teams in Boston right now. Who? Would have thought. <laughs> or did I say Boston? I meant Pittsburgh. You did say Boston. I was really confused for a second. They're the you best teams Pitt, in Pitt and the Penguins. The yeah, I Pitt mean, the Penguin. because you would think it would be the Steelers. This time last year, it was. I mean, yeah, I suppose. I'm. You know, I try not to get my hopes up. I'm actually surprised that it's Pitt because Pitt hasn't been. I mean, the ACC is a little bit of trash right now this this season, yeah. oh, so it's kind of not that hard to be the best in in the ACC, to be one of the best at least right now. I mean, you'd think it wouldn't be that hard, but it's been pretty hard for a lot of teams. So, so I mean, annoying. yeah, Pitt's, Pitt's definitely having a solid season. And, I mean, the Penguins, they're, they did lose tonight, but... Oh, did they? They lost in... I think they lost in a shootout, so they still get oh. one point for that game, so... They're doing solid when it comes to – I mean, there's 82 hockey games. It's okay if you lose some. They actually lost the night where I went to see them. They played against the Florida Panthers, and it was a really exciting game. It was – they ended up losing 5-4, to but so it was a high-scoring game. It was exciting. There was a lot of energy. It went into overtime. And honestly, Pittsburgh's biggest weakness in hockey is definitely our goaltenders. They definitely need some work there. I mean, I talked about my grievances with Jari this past playoff season – uh, but definitely when it comes to their offense, especially with Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin both being out and Brian Rust is now on the IR 
and Jake Gensel was out for a little bit. So they have had some starters who have been sitting out so far this season. So I'm actually very happy with how the Penguins have come out so strong. And the Penguins coach, Mike Sullivan, earlier this week, or perhaps this weekend, it might have been Saturday. I don't remember exactly which day it was, but he actually got his 253rd win as the Penguins head coach, making him the winningest coach in franchise history. And he's honestly one, he's, he's an amazing coach. Like I hope he stays in Pittsburgh for a very long time. And he actually has been named the coach for the U S Olympic team, which is even more fun. So we'll get to watch him and hopefully he has a great turnout um, and the great showing in, in this upcoming Olympics. But yeah, so awesome. So awesome about Sully. That's just a, an amazing milestone and definitely a good sign. And I think a sign of hope for the future for that team, because the Penguins Absolutely. do have a lot of talent. And like I said, we've been seeing some of the younger guys come in and, and just come out strong. Oh, we can't move on without me saying this though, because I don't know if I've talked about it here on this podcast. I think maybe whenever I was kind of disgruntled with Jari's performance in the playoffs, I think I may have said that I miss Marc-Andre Fleury. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yes, Yes, we talked about me missing Marc-Andre Fleury. So just a quick little rundown. Marc-Andre Fleury, I believe we let him go in the expansion draft to the Vegas Golden Knights a few years ago. I think that's how it went down. I think that's how he ended up over there in Vegas. He had a couple playoff runs. I think he he went to a Stanley Cup. They didn't seal the deal, but he absolutely was just doing awesome in Vegas. This past offseason, the Chicago Blackhawks, speaking of Chicago, paid a bunch of money, traded for Fleury. So Fleury was going to Chicago to my dismay. I was super bummed because growing up a Penguins fan, the Blackhawks was just one of those teams that you just – rivals you just weren't a fan not a Blackhawks fan that was kind of one of our big rivals when I was growing up my dad would take me to games so I was super bummed that he was going to Chicago of all places I just you hate to see it I was bummed about that I kind of liked him being on Vegas it's an expansion team there's there's no real deep rivalry there so I was kind of okay with it although I did miss him but how about the Penguins were playing the Blackhawks this weekend and in just over 11 minutes in the first period, the Penguins scored four goals on Marc-Andre Fleury, and he got pulled from the game in the first period. So it was kind of like a little, oh, like this team came to Sticking win. It, and it, was a little bit, it was it was pretty, pretty uh, exciting as a Penguins fan, just because like, oh you love God. to see your team come out and be that dominant. So, I mean, I was super pumped about it. I'm obviously bummed and, like, sad for Flurry that he got pulled yeah. so early in a game. Because Why did he get pulled? Because he let them score four goals in the first oh, period in less than – You were like, yeah, bye. In literally, like, 11 minutes. The first goal came 15 oh. seconds into the game. Oh, my God. And, Why? and we had one of our players get his first career goal against Flurry in that oh. first period. So, I mean, that was special. But definitely, definitely a lot of young talent on this Penguins team. And I love that they get to learn from Crosby and Malkin. Malkin just surpassed his 15th anniversary of being a Penguin. And it was giving me a little bit of reminiscence because I remember, I think it was like Malkin's first week or so back when I was 11, I just showed you my, my school photo or no, I was actually nine. Sorry. Back when I was, I was 11 in that photo, but I was nine when Malkin started. 
if he okay. was 15 years ago. I was nine when Malkin started. I actually have a vivid memory of my dad taking me to a Penguins game back when we had season tickets and uh, going into show and tell the next weekend. And a girl in my class, Molly, she had also gone to that game. We were talking about the new guy, Malkin, that was on our team. Aww. And so kind of a little bit, it's cool. I can't believe it's been 15 years. That seems like yeah. it wasn't that long ago, but yeah, I'm happy you brought up the Penguins. They're doing. I I feel good about them <laughs> this season. Really well. I feel good about it, and it, it's fun to have a team to root for that's that's actually showing up and and making me feel good after I watch them play. So I mean, exciting, exciting. I I think it's going to be a good season for the Pens. I think Sydney's going to get one more this year. I'm. I really hope so. I think he's. Yeah. You just love to see him succeed, <laughs> no matter what fan you are. Yes, that was a long tangent on Pittsburgh. I didn't realize I had so much to say about the Penguins. I know. Today, I was Charlotte. like, oh, oh. I didn't even like write anything down. I just kind of went off. I forgot. I kind of. You know. You know, guys, we're going to be bringing back NHL stuff really soon. I want to get to an NHL game soon because it's going to be that time of year where I I just want to you know be in that environment. And my little cousin. My little cousin, he's 18 years old. He lives with us now. His name's Kevin. We talked about him. He plays hockey at Clarkson University. And I told him the other day, I was like, Kev, it was the Devils just won their season opener. And I was like, Kev, we got to get to a Devils game soon. We used to do it all the time when we were little. And it was so fun. You should. You have to. Yeah. You have to. While we're in, in NHL mode, Charlotte, we do have to mention this. I'm sure you guys know this is coming because I feel like we've talked about him <laughs> in almost every episode for the past. A recurring character on the show. He is. He is a recurring. You guys, character. have you guessed it by now? It yeah, is have you the guessed one. who we're going to talk about right now? Can you guess? It's a drama, a recurring character, NHL. Who else? But Evander Kane. <laughs> So I last week, I think it was last week, it may have been the week before, we mentioned that Evander Kane was making headlines again for potentially using a fake vaccination card, something along those lines. Turns out he will be suspended for 21 games Yikes. for violating the league's COVID protocol. Let, let's just do a quick little math here using my handy dandy calculator. Shout out iPhone. Um, 21 games out of an 82 game season is just over 25% of the season. Wow. Maddie, he's also suspended without pay. Ooh. Which is not cool. No good. No good. It's not good. It's so it, he was investigated over those allegations and apparently the NHL does not have a vaccine mandate. But vac- or vaccinated players have fewer restrictions, according to ESPN. But I think it was the fake vaccine card. Like, he could have just not been vaccinated and the NHL would have been, like, okay with that. He just wouldn't have gotten – maybe – I don't know. What oh, the- he wanted to, to bypass wanted- the restrictions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I see. I see. Well, I mean so – can you imagine violation, yeah. What, like, 21 games from now, or so now, I don't know, there's been a couple of games, so, what, 15, 16 games from now? That's going to yeah. be what? Like, December? At least. That's crazy. Yeah. That's that's so much time to miss, especially whenever that's your career. Yeah. That's – wow. That's a lot of time. But, I mean, yeah, just – that's. It's crazy. Don't be dishonest, man. That's all I can don't say be about dishonest. it. Right? Don't that's be all. I, just that's all it is. Don't be stupid. 
I mean, yeah, he could take Truthfully. a page out of Kyrie's book and just not get vaccinated and just make a stand. And just just play it off then in that case. Yeah, sure. But he's he's going the extra mile and he's making the fake vaccine card. Right, right. Well, well oof, I'm not sure good. he'll come up again in the news and we will definitely bring back <laughs> Right, for care. some reason he just keeps coming back. We just keep saying that name. Let's take a quick little break and then when we get back, it's looked ridiculous. Welcome back to It's Flippin' Ridiculous, the segment where we talk about something that's just flippin' ridiculous. Maddie, this is the perfect, this is the perfect, perfect, perfect story for this segment. This is Charlotte's idea. We were trying to come up with something to go into this segment and we were kind of spitballing there. And Charlotte says this, and I I really think you should take it away, Charlotte, because you came up with putting this here in this episode. I just feel like it's absolutely the epitome of Flipping ridiculous. I cannot believe this happened. Flipping ridiculous. Gets me so heated. Saturday night, we're watching the Tennessee Ole Miss game. Now, for a little backstory on what's going on here, Lane Kiffin is the head coach of Ole Miss. And he used to coach at the University of Tennessee back in 2007, 2008, whatever it was. And he has been on the record saying many times, Knoxville is my favorite place. I love it. I love it so much. Coaching there was such an honor. I even named one of my children after this Knoxville. He named his one of his kids Knox. And so he goes to Tennessee to play in just a regular season game, all fun, and a bunch of passionate fans um, in the student section. I believe it was, I'm sure it was, they cleared the student section out. Had to have been from there. Um, threw a golf ball at him right 50 seconds after, like, the game had 50 seconds left. First of all, who brings a golf ball to a college football game? That's bizarre. And also, I think we've talked about this before on this podcast, Charlotte. I think it was either the Red Sox or the Yankees. I don't know. It was was some sort of baseball team. We talked about this. This is why we can't have nice things. This is why they don't give yes. you lists at hockey games anymore. Yeah. Can we yes. not throw things? Like, just be a human. We're not throwing oh things at anyone. It's flipping ridiculous. It's flipping you know ridiculous. Really, you know what got under my skin about it the most? Not only, even if he really gave it to Tennessee, you still can't throw things. They were throwing stuff. They paused the game. They didn't know if they would be even be able to continue and finish the game. And they were throwing stuff at, like, the cheerleaders. And, you know, they were getting, you know, all the wind of it. And I think it's just absurd because do you guys remember last year when we had to watch these games from our living rooms with our family who we've been stuck in a house with for 10 months? We finally get to go and be a fan. Let's let's at least respect that. Remember when we couldn't go and be a fan? And I understand there's passion, but I think it's flipping ridiculous to do something like that. Right. Like, there's a difference between passion and just being downright disrespectful like again be a human you don't just walk up to someone on the street and throw a golf ball at them you can be upset (laughs) you can yell you can express your emotions but you don't get physical with people especially not like he they beat you big whoop it's football I, I mean I get it I'm I am the first person to relate to getting emotional and having it affect you even if it doesn't truly affect you. I know my mom is, I am the queen of when the Steelers lose, it wrecks my day. And I really let it affect my life. And then my mom has to remind me, hey, (laughs) you're not getting paid 
for this. You're not, you're not, you didn't lose your job. You're not going to lose your job because the Steelers lost. It it doesn't really affect you in the big picture, in the grand scheme of things. You're a fan and you're upset, but you have to reality check. And I think that that's what these people kind of need is a reality check. Like when you're, when you're physically injuring someone because of a game, like just the root, the root, it's a game. The word game. Something we've been playing since we were kids. It's a game. It's supposed to be fun. Yeah, and you're just taking the fun out of it. Be passionate. Be a supportive fan. Love your team. Die for your team. But don't hurt other people. Right. Just just it's flipping ridiculous. Flipping ridiculous. And guys, as always, during football season, I love that we've been doing this, Charlotte. Let's just let's talk week seven. NFO. Let's just get right into it. I feel like we have to just run through our picks again. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Maddie, give it to me straight. Because, you guys, last weekend, I was at Giant Stadium. I mean, MetLife Stadium. And I was at the tailgate. And we had all the fun. The Giants just got their world absolutely rocked. And and it was to everybody's expectation. I mean, Matthew Stafford, I was kind of like, woo, he's right there. I just love him. I think he's so cool. I was like, hey, guys, he's in there. You we didn't go into the game. Thank God I didn't spend money on that game because that was oh not my good. God. Although they did celebrate. It was like the 10th or 11th anniversary of um one of the Super Bowls. Again, math. So they had fireworks and Eli was there and the whole crew was all Ooh. Fun. Was super cute. Anyway, I really, I really am looking forward to week seven. I don't know about you, Maddie. Week seven. Let's run through it, Charlotte. Also, shout out to Charlotte for the beautiful stories on Instagram every week. She's telling it <laughs> with those. I love voting in the polls. I hope you guys love it too. They're, the, they're so fun. DM us, guys. Let's have fun with it. Yeah. Please, let's have let fun us with know. it. I, we actually, uh, a former guest on the show DM'd us about it when we first started. And he was like, are we picking? He was asking questions about it. I thought it was cute. So interact with us and and let us know what you think. If if you don't like the way the spread is looking, if it's looking a little weird to you, let's talk about it. If you think one team is just going to absolutely dominate, cover the spread, whatever it is, let us know. I want to hear your thoughts. Yeah. I mean, and if you want us to talk about something or if you have a hot take, give it to us, guys. You guys, we've said this since day one. You guys can come on the podcast. We are not strict with it. Anyone who just DMs us and says they want to come on, if you have something interesting that you want to talk about, Hop on. It'll be fun. Yep. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Let's get into, right into it, Charlotte. Right, Broncos it. at Browns. The Browns are giving four and a half. Broncos. Ooh, okay. So they're both coming off the loss. As much as I hate to say it, I'm going to go Browns for this one. Ooh. I know. I hate it must to be say the it. Moon. It has to be. Something's <laughs> up with me lately. We'll see. I mean, I hope that you're right, though, Charlotte. Okay, <laughs> Bengals at Ravens. Ravens are giving six and a half. Oh, also Ravens, but I hate to pick between those two. Oh, it's a rough one for me. Mm, I got it. Panthers at Giants. Giants are getting two and a half. If the Giants don't win this, it's honestly embarrassing. I'm taking the Giants. I'm going to go they Panthers. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. Oh my gosh. Okay. It's quick anecdote. Uh, so my boyfriend Austin and I also do our little picks together and we just, we write them down. So whenever we're watching the games together, we can kind of have a little friendly wager and see who, who wins, who picks the the most correct games each week. So 
this weekend that. he was out of town and so I w- told him I would text him my picks and since we did our picks on the podcast I just went back and played that part of the episode and just texted them as I said it to him and when he and I pick we we leave out the Giants and the Steelers games because oh. we're both inherently biased about those two teams yeah. right he's a Giants fan I'm a Steelers fan we'll always pick our team so we just delete that game for both of us mm-hmm. but because I, I was fair. just listening to it and typing what I said in our poll Charlotte on the podcast I left the Steelers and Giants games in there and I said the Giants are playing the Rams I said Rams and he goes babe we don't pick the Giants or the Steelers and I go oh sorry and he goes but appreciate the vote of confidence picking against the <laughs> Giants <laughs> I mean, listen, the whole team's injured, and also Matthew Stafford has the targets. He's got the weapons. He's <laughs> on got fire. Huge fan He's in Charlotte. Huge fan in Charlotte. It's funny. I'll give another little anecdote. My friend Emily, we all went to the game together. And the tail, we were in the parking lot watching on TV. Burgers and dogs galore. Still the game. Anyway, Emily, we were there. Yeah, yeah, we were there. Um, Emily is in the survivor pool with a bunch of family members, and she's actually doing really, really well. It's funny. And... Um, she picked the Rams to win. And once you pick a team, you can't pick them ever again. So she's been kind of picking like an underdog maybe who might win. So she's been actually having some really good luck because if you're out, you're out. And if you pick the team that wins, you're still in, but you can never choose that team again. You guys understand how Survivor Pool works. Or maybe you don't. Now you do. Anyway, she picked the Rams and we're at this game and we were like, go Giants! And then she'd be like, go Rams! <laughs> and you're like, just kidding. Wait, just kidding, actually. So that well, was funny. She so had nothing to she had nothing to worry about. No, no nothing, nothing. <laughs> and she ended up staying in her pool. So well, I wonder what she'll pick next week for this, for this coming weekend. I'm kind of bummed because, as you know, I have Matthew Stafford on my fantasy team, but I also have Justin Herbert, who was coming off of a very hot week. So I left Herbert in thinking that he would get me at least his normal 30 points. No. He had a rough week, and he got me 18 points, and I lost by 10 and had I put Matthew Stafford in, I would have won by at least 10. Ooh. So I was a little bummed by that. All right. Okay. Little bummed. But, you know, when some, you lose some. It was a safe bet. It was a safe bet. <laughs> it was a safe bet. Washington at Packers. The Packers are giving nine and a half. I don't know why. I feel like I've been picking the WFT the past few weeks, especially when they're underdogs. I'm going to keep going on that streak. I'm going to go WFT. I'm also going WFT for this one. All right. I love calling them the WFT. The dub, the dubs? <laughs> the WFT. Chiefs at Titans. Titans are getting four and a half. The Titans are coming off of a wild win against the Bills on Monday night. Ooh. Mm. I'm going to go Titans. I think they have the momentum. And as I said before the season even started, I thought the Titans were going to be dangerous this year. They got off to a little bit of a shaky start. But I think they're finally kind of falling into it. And mm. I don't know. I think that the I think the Chiefs have had some weaknesses exposed in the past few weeks for sure. I agree with that, but I still don't think the Titans are there quite yet. I think that the they're at their core, they're a strong team. So I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the Chiefs for this one. All right, all right, a little rivalry there. I take the Titans, mm-hmm. you take the Chiefs, okay. All right. Falcons at Dolphins. Dolphins are getting two. I do not like what I'm seeing from the Dolphins so far this year. It's so crazy because this team 
had so many draft picks and they honestly had a pretty decent season last year. They were very close to snagging a playoff spot and they've just been abysmal this year. And I feel like that's probably so rough for a Dolphins fan because it's like, what happened to this team? They weren't that far from where they are. They had great draft picks. What happened? They're just unraveled at the beginning of the season. So I'm going to go with the Falcons for this one, especially since they still have a veteran QB and Matt Ryan. And they definitely, I think, I don't know. I just, I don't like what I'm Hmm. seeing with the Dolphins. I don't know what's going on down there, but they need to work out some kinks if they're going to have a chance at the postseason. I agree. I think that the only thing that those two teams have in common is that they both were just on a fun vacation to London. <laughs> they were just having <laughs> they were. some fun times. Separately. They could just like share tea separately, but they will share tea and stories. And I think after they do that, the Falcons are going to win. So I'm taking the Falcons. All right. So we'll take Falcons. Jets at Patriots. Patriots are giving seven. Ooh, Pats are giving seven. Ah. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. I, I want to say the Patriots, but I don't know why my gut is telling me Jets. So I'm going to go Jets for this one. My gut is also telling me the Jets for this one. I don't know why Weird. or how, but I'm going there. Oh, Lions at Rams. Rams are giving Ooh. 15 and a half. This is Matthew Stafford against his former team. Ooh, I am love going. This. I'm going Rams for sure, even though 15 and a Absolutely half is a huge Rams. spread. Rams. Rams always, and I'm very excited for this. We can, we will be unpacking this next week, Maddie. Right. And then we have Eagles at Raiders. Raiders are giving three. I'm going to go Raiders. I'm going to go Eagles. Then we got the Bears at Buccaneers. Bucks are giving 13. I'm going to go Bears with that spread. Yeah, what's that spread? Wow. I'm going Bucks just because I believe in them. <laughs> okay. Texans at Cardinals. Cardinals are giving 17. I'm going to go Texans. I'm going Cardinals. Colts at 49ers. 49ers are giving four. I'm going to go Colts. I'm going 49ers. Oh, we're picking opposites. I like it. And then finally, Saints at Seahawks. Seahawks are getting three and a half. I'm going to go Saints. I'm going Seahawks. Weird. Okay. Fun. All right. right. Charlotte. Thank you guys again for coming back. Another Thursday in the books. We love you guys. We We love love you. We love talking to you. We love that you listen. Thanks for being here. And we'll see you next week. Yeah. And guys, sound off. I'm going to, we're going to post some photos on Instagram. Um, we're going to post our flipping ridiculous for this week and let Ooh. us know. Tell actually, us actually, actually, we didn't discuss something that we're going to post on Instagram, but I kind of like that we did it. I think we should have you guys sound off in the comments and then we'll bring back the results in next yes, week's please. episode. Yeah. yeah, yeah if, you guys, if you guys don't sound off, then we're not going to have anything to talk about next week. We need some fan interaction here. It'll be flipping ridiculous, you guys. Flipping ridiculous. Thank you so much. We love you.